0: All right, we're back live again with you guys. Gotta love when we have some type of internet connection. Not sure what happened there, but as I was saying, very excited to be here with you live. Uh, This is a very, very exciting day. Uh, One of my very good friends, Heidi Totten, is going to be joining us this morning, and up to this point... What's been really fun is I've had a mortgage professional, and there's Heidi right now. I'm going to add her here, and uh, then we'll chat a little bit more. So give us just a sec as we add Heidi. And here we go. It's happening. It's coming down, and you're going to love this episode. There she is. Good morning, Heidi. How are you? Good morning. How are you, Josh? Oh, man, I'm incredible. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have you on this morning because Like I was just telling everybody, so up to this point, I've had strictly mortgage professionals on the show. And what's exciting is you and I, we sat down, we're very good friends. We sat down last week and we're talking some ideas. And the show is all about mortgage professionals, loan officers, but really when it comes down to it, I want to help anybody and everybody. But you and I had this very, very unique conversation that literally blew my mind when it came to expanding and growing your business and doing it in the right way. It doesn't matter what profession you're in, but especially loan officers and mortgage professionals, we get this tunnel vision and we get get in this mindset and this rhythm of how we should build our business or how we should grow. And sometimes, again, it's the same old, it's the things we need to do, but sometimes we need to expand our knowledge. We need to look outside for different ideas and different techniques. So before we get into it, I want to introduce Heidi because she. I don't know how you define yourself. I mean, consulting, is that, that's kind of, you're, you're the guru of it at all. Wanna, yeah, she's the specialist. So actually a lot of the things that I use on social media, a lot of my tactics and my techniques, I learned from Heidi. She shared these with, we sat down years ago and she really shared how i could improve these skills and again t- to this day i do that but more importantly than that heidi runs an incredible organization called 100 humanitarians and we'll talk about that here more in a sec but she's actually going to africa here in about a week right a week and a half yeah and she, you're actually and you're taking what 14 people with you on this journey yep you got your hands full and so Heidi she she, like I said and that's what we're gonna be talking about today is going doing a little bit more than just what we are so used to within our businesses and bringing something into it that involves more that truly gives back and has a little bit more meaning than we're used to so Heidi for those who don't know you tell us a little bit about you tell us about 100 Humanitarians kind of what you do
1: Okay. Well, um, my background, I I kind of have a weird eclectic background and I consider myself an eclectic entrepreneur. And I started in really the tech world back in 1997. I was in inside sales for Macromedia, which later was purchased by Adobe. And that, that kind of started my bug for technology. And that, you know, that was like the beginning of the dot com era and stuff like that so i moved to washington dc and i ended up getting recruited into being a technical recruiter for 15 years and so i built technical teams all over the world and you know really for a woman being in technology at that time not necessarily i'm not a coder but in as in terms of being in that world it was relatively unusual Uh, most of the coders were geeky guys that had been like the true nerds when I was in (laughs) high school. And so, um, yeah, so, so that's how I got started. And then, uh, after about 15 years, I said, I, you know, there's some other things that I want to do. And so I launched into entrepreneurship and it was funny because I didn't know what I wanted to be at that point when I grew up. And at that, I had two little kids and was a stay-at-home mom that wanted to, you know, work from home or do things like that, and and so I became a learning junkie. Honestly, I just completely absorbed Brenda Burchard, Jeff Walker, Shalene Johnson, uh, anyone that I could get my hands on. I learned from them, and then uh, went through some really intensive programs, like business intensive programs and and business training, and. Then one day, a friend said, I really want you to figure out what you want to do because I want you to apply it to my business. And I said, What does that mean? (laughs) And she said, It means I'm coming over Thursday, charge me whatever you want. And we're just going to, I just want you to look at my business and tell me where the holes are and tell me what to do. And I said, Oh, sweet, I can do that. And so I charged her $50 an hour. And I was like, Sweet. Okay, this is (laughs) so, yeah this was a few years ago, but it's still, you know, anyway. And so, um, so I, I did, and we sat there for two and a half hours and I kind of looked at everything and restructured everything. And, and she went on to make about $150,000 over the next six months. And she had a really low end program that she was selling. I mean, a low cost program. And so I said, I should have gotten commission on that, but (laughs) anyway, But what it made me realize was that other people needed that help as well, that a lot of entrepreneurs and small businesses need not necessarily, um, you know, like a long-term partner, but they need a strategic partner to come in and be like, okay, let's do this next. Who can see the blind spots? And so I, you know, I consider myself a social media strategist, a marketing strategist, a sales strategist. The only thing I don't do is really run your numbers. I leave that to those numbers people, right? But I'm more of the like, okay, let's try this, and you know, getting into funnels and membership sites and training and all of these things. So I, I kind of just run different programs and teach people the tools that I've used, and I, I you know, I try and keep it really organic, but focused on connection. Totally. So,
0: and that's exactly what yeah. you for, for me. A few years ago, when you and I sat down, you said, okay, as a as a mortgage professional, as a loan officer. Here's, here's your audience. Okay, how do we reach those people? And then we literally did like a six-page plan of, okay, here's how we're going to post. Here's what we're going to post. Here's how we're like, you did all the nuts and bolts behind it. It wasn't just like, oh, here's, here's what I think you should do. It was laying it out every single day. A lot of loan officers, a lot of people out there, entrepreneurs, they need that guidance. They need that direction, especially when it comes to social media because there's, uh, oh, did I lose you? Hopefully we didn't lose you. Hopefully if you guys can see me, comment below I don't know if, if it was my connection or Heidi's connection uh, but comment below if you can still see myself and Heidi uh, if not well again you got love gotta love internet connection so if you' if you're on now if you're live comment and I will wait for you guys to comment oh we lost Heidi okay so it wasn't all right good to know glad uh looks like you guys are all still here with me so uh, see Josh not Heidi thank you dal um, just you, Jessica. Thank you. Perfect. All right. We'll get Heidi back on here in just a sec. But as Heidi was saying, something that she taught me was the actual strategy of using social media. And you can comment below. Comment right now if you use social media, but don't really just comment social media. I need help because we, we often think that we have to use social media, but we just don't know how to use social media. So if you need help with social media, comment social media right below right now. Do it. And something that we'll talk about here in a second, Heidi and I sat down last week and we were talking because as loan officers, as mortgage professionals, real estate agents, sometimes we, we get into this, like I said, this, this funnel vision and we always want to, uh, again, reach a broader audience and really put ourselves out there, but we don't know how. One thing that we were talking about that, oh, there's Heidi. She's coming back. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Adding her back. Lindy, help. I love it. We're going to, there you are. We got you back you there, Heidi. Ah, there. Yep, I'm phone call or something like that, right? That I know how it is. That, that happens. So, so we were just talking about strategy and something that you and I talked about last week that I'm really really excited about is we were talking about um, organizations and 100 humanitarians. That's how this conversation ca- came up. So, talk about 100 humanitarians just real quick, and then let's talk about what you and I how our conversation went and how we can, how we can grow our business through helping others.
1: Okay. So, ironically, the same person that said, "I want you to, you know, look at my business and come over next week," or you know, "I'm coming over next week," um, she peer pressured me into going to Kenya with her about three and a half years ago. And I, I knew that I wanted to travel as an entrepreneur and get involved in some humanitarian projects. Um, my passion was really focused on uh, homeless teens and teens that were going through uh, group homes and things like that. And so I thought, well, this will be great. I'll go over and, you know, do my trip to Africa and then I'll come back and I'll pursue my stuff. Well, I went and it just completely changed my life. And since then, I mean, I'm about to go on my 12th expedition in three and a half years. And I've taken groups on 10 expeditions. So by the time this trip is done, I will have taken 135 Americans to Kenya in three and a half years. And I will tell you that that came from social media. Wow! It really, it, everything that I've taught everyone over the last few years in social media, I basically was like, well, put your money where your mouth is, Heidi, you know, figure this out. And, and out, of, out of those 135, I have some interesting numbers where there are about 10 people that, have, that came with me that I knew prior to going wow. to Kenya. So these are all like, you know, 125 people came with me that did not know me before I started this. And then I also have about a 20% return rate. So I have people going on this trip that this is their third trip to Kenya. (laughs) So it's not just about taking people on an expedition, but it's about taking people where it becomes their passion too. And it creates a movement of people who are involved in saying, okay, how can we create change? And when 100 Humanitarians got started, it was literally, I got out of the shower one som- some day in the summer of 2015, wrapped up in a towel and a voice said, go start a group on Facebook called 100 Humanitarians and I'll let you know why. And I, and I sat there with my phone and I was like, can I get dressed first? <laughs> and the voice was like, could you just do it? I mean, you know, so I argue with voices and so there you go. And so I, so I started it, and what really came from it was that we seek to answer the question, what is the power of 100 people working together on any project in the world to create positive change? And when I passed the 100 people taken to Kenya this year, I thought, okay, I know the power of 100 people working together on my project and the thing that I'm passionate about, which is self-reliance and economic development in families, but what are the other what are the other projects, you know? So then it became about connecting with people and saying, okay, this is your passion. Let's go find the other 99 people that care about this as well. And, and, and really, it's creating a movement of people who are, are just saying, you know what? I know that what I'm passionate about in, in terms of humanitarian work might be sort of crazy and niche, <laughs> niche what, however you say it. But so what? There are other people that care. My friend Ryan Sawicki, you, you know Ryan. I do. Ryan wants to, he wants to help women transition out of human trafficking in Warsaw, Poland. And I said, okay, well, that's totally specific. So we can put that out there and find the other 99 that want to help women transition out of human trafficking. So, you know, so for me, it became, this has become totally embedded where I'm like, listen, I can show you how to use social media and connect with people to not only build your business, but also really um, develop your passion project. And, and, you know, for me, Kenya is, it's my second home. It's my other family. And I, you know, I love to recruit people. In fact, when I meet people, I usually say, "So, do you want to go to Kenya? And they're really, what? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can come to Kenya with me and that's cool.
0: But what I'm really asking you is what is your Kenya? Totally. What is,
1: what is the thing that you are doing this
0: for? So, and and let's talk more about that because our conversation last week was just about that is whether you're a mortgage professional, whether you're a real estate entrepreneur, whoever you are, there's more. It, it's a noble cause to help somebody finance their dreams, buy a home. That's great. Mm-hmm. But there's more that you can add, like 100 humanitarians. So it's getting involved with something that you're truly – I mean, Ryan Sawicki, perfect example. I mean, he doesn't do that mm-hmm. for a living. He, he put that on the backside of his business. He shows people that what he's really passionate about. So how can mortgage professionals, again, this is the daily LO life, so getting involved with an organization or starting something, we as humans, we love to help other humans. It's human nature that we want to serve the community. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how a lot of the time. We, we need that direction. So, so where if you and I, if I was brand new, I'm like, okay, I want, I want to be something bigger or part of something bigger, part of a cause and get people involved. Where do I even start?
1: Well, first of all, I think I would just kind of ask you, Josh, what is it that, um, that like tugs at those heartstrings and some people don't know, honestly, some people are like, I don't know what I'm really passionate about or what problem I really want to help solve in the world. And I'm like, Hey, that's okay. Come with me to Kenya (laughs) and we'll talk about it, you know, because sometimes people need to see an example you know, in order to say, oh, this is what I want to do. And 100 Humanitarians has helped launch other nonprofits uh, as a result of this. And because we said, all right, what, you know, what's your passion? What's your passion? So so first I would say, and, you know, I, I'm going to actually put this question to you, is when you look around in the world and you look around at the problems, what are the, what are the problems that you say, wow, if I can solve that problem, I would feel like I really made a difference in the world.
0: Ooh, that's a deep question. I, I look around the world and the world that we live in, and there's so many little problems. But for me personally, um, you know, I, I'm really big. I'm like you. I've been to third world countries. I mean, yes, I, not to discredit that our, our country, we have a lot of people who need help as well. But for me in particular, it's, again, from being that I spent a lot of time in South America it's it's just helping those people. It's helping them just have something a little bit more than they have now. We are so blessed and we have so much in our lives that we don't recognize. It would just be, it would literally just be doing a little bit more to give them something that they don't have right now. That's for me personally.
1: Yeah. And that that's what I saw. You know, uh, what I've found is that you really, your passion finds you for one thing, you know, it all of a sudden, and it kind of railroads you and it kind of interrupts your life and you're like... <laughs> Uh, I was going along just fine. And now I have to work Kenya into my life, right? So it does it does find you. And what's interesting is that when you really start to evaluate uh, what your skills are and how you can help solve that problem, you realize that all of the things that you have learned in your life have led up to that, hmm. you know? So for example, my degree is in family science, but I have a technology background. Right. So I can run the website for 100 Humanitarians. I had the skills to do all of this because I had the background that led into it and then I just applied that. And so so when you look at that and you say, all right, what is it that is in my wheelhouse, my skill sets that I could apply to that humanitarian project, then it shifts the game. So when people say to me, well, what are we going to do in Kenya? I'm like, or they'll say, what are we doing in Kenya next June? And I'll say, well, here's the deal. I don't know my team yet. I need to know my team. I need to know their strengths and their skills. And I need to know, you know, because... If we have a team full of women like I have right now, I'm probably not going to do concrete work. Sure. You know, it just doesn't make sense. But last fall, I had three men and they had construction experience and we built three water storage systems and, you know, poured concrete. Right. Totally. So it it totally depends because that's that's where I, I show up and say, I want to utilize your skills and help you feel like you made the biggest contribution. Yeah. Right. So focusing on the overall objective of what we're trying to accomplish, but then saying these are the different pieces that we could add to this trip. So with this trip, we have, um, you know, people who have a lot of like wilderness medicine and hygiene training and um, massage therapy. We have a lot of people in the healing arts. And so we're going to a rescue center, school's out, we're going to work with the girls, we're going to do some training, some self-care, teaching them some um, values and teaching them just, you know, some positive ways of thinking in their lives and and things like that. We also have a lot of people who love gardening. So we're doing garden towers, you know, it, and so, but the core, the core of what we're doing is the economic development in families. That's the objective. Now, what are the skill sets that surrounds that? So whether you go to South America or whether you go to Sandy, you know, like wherever you are, You can do that same thing for people and you can say, all right, these are the resources and the tools and and the systems you have in place in your family. I mean, we all want to to create better lives for ourselves, whether, you know, no matter where we live. And so like yesterday, for example, um, ended up randomly having five executive directors and founders of nonprofits, grassroots nonprofits in my kitchen. Wow. And it was just because my friend, Sean from Promethean Spark International is staying with us. And he invited two people over and, and uh, my friend, Cindy, who runs Hope, the Hope Sack International program, who's coming with me to Kenya was here. So the five of us sat down and we were basically like, here's where we overlap. And here are our collective networks and resources. And here's how we can support each other and help each other. And you know, now we've got plans to take t-shirt underwear that my organization makes to street women and to refugees in Kenya. And, and so it, it really is about, um, it's about connection. Absolutely. Honestly, at the core, it's about connection and it's about seeing how you can collaborate with people. And there are obviously strategies and techniques to that. Sure. Um, I, I don't recommend if you're network marketing messaging me and saying, "Hey, do you want to buy my stuff?" It usually doesn't work for me. Right. Um, but relationship building, I might want to buy your stuff after totally. I know why you care about that stuff. So.
0: And that's exactly yeah. how it correlates to building your business. Is it's it's showing that you're part of something more. It's showing that you're you know you're reaching out. It's not just about mortgages. It's not about real estate. It's not about your little business. It's showing the community, showing the world that you believe in something more, that you want to help the world. You want to, whatever it is you decide to, whether it's Hunter's Humanitarians or a different fundraiser, different organization, it's just showing that you, you really care about society and that you are contributing and that you want to help others, not just in your little sphere, not just in your little realm, but you're part of something bigger and that you're passionate about that and you want to help people. So with that, I mean, we're, we're, we've, we've gotten So this is we're just touching the tip of all this stuff. I mean, there's so much more we can get into, which is so, so very exciting. But so, you know, on the show, one of my big things is I love to share a challenge, a challenge with loan officers, a challenge with real estate agents. So if there were a challenge, whether it's getting involved, what, what challenge would you give to everybody on our, our show this morning?
1: Um, well, you know what I love about obviously the mortgage industry the real estate industry is that um, that people tend to um, they can tend to come back to the same person sure. they build that relationship right and so if there is something that you 're really passionate about and you say things like, "Hey, you know what um, in the process of doing this loan <laughs> right." I want to talk to you about what we care about or what I care about as an organization, or even going deeper, if you were to be my loan officer, right? And you were to say, so Heidi, here's the thing is that our company gives back $100, $200 from each loan that we close, we give back to an organization. What is the organization that you are passionate about? And I would say, oh, this and say, okay, let's go one step further. Why are you passionate about it? And which project do you want it to apply to? Because for me, I'm like, it's, it's radical accountability. It's not just saying like, Um, okay, we're going to donate to the Red Cross, I want to know where that $200 goes towards, right? So if you were to say, okay, I'm going to donate $200 towards 100 humanitarians, I would say, great, awesome, guess what? That builds 20 garden towers and each of those garden towers when working properly and having, you know, with vegetables will feed three to four family members, right? So all of a sudden we just collectively, Fed sixty people. Wow. Right, and as it's built out, right? So, so we we don't realize that um, even doing five dollars makes a difference. So, as a loan officer, or um, um, you know, or in the in, in the in any services industry, really, looking at it and saying to your client, okay, I want to give back to something that you care about as part of this. The other piece of that is that then you start to learn about all these other organizations that are out there because everybody has their, ooh, I, I'm really interested in that, you know, whether it's 100 Humanitarians or Choice Humanitarian or Days for Girls or Promethean Spark or OUR or what, you know, whatever it is, that they look at it and then you start to see what they're doing. And then you know that you as an individual had, um, and as a loan officer, Played a part in create in giving back to the organizations that people really care about. So then, you know, when you get up to a hundred loans and you say, "Hey, this is what we did. This is what I did. You know, as an individual business owner, this is what we did as an organization. These are all of the different nonprofits that we've supported because our clients have told us that that's what they care about."
0: Well, oh, that's so cool. And again, not only are you giving back, but and sometimes we get the we have the wrong mentality when it comes to giving. Sometimes we we donate to a cause just to say oh we donated look at me like I've donated two hundred dollars to a cause. But doing it this way, especially when you're understanding again if you're my borrower if I'm coming to you helping you with a loan, it's hey Heidi what are you passionate about and then giving back to your organization that's so much more powerful than I'm not saying you can't have your own organization and donate to that cause, but understanding what that person's what their why is what really fuels them and what their you know, like we said, what they're passionate about, that just goes so much further. So I love that idea. And again, that's why we're here. We're sharing ideas like this. This is to help you grow your business, whatever industry you're in. That's what we do every single day is we bring you these ideas, these different thoughts, these different strategies and techniques that you can implement in your business every single day. So Heidi, I cannot thank you enough. Again, we're just getting started. We're excited to have you go on your trip to Kenya next week. It's going to be a ton of fun. We look forward to seeing pictures and all the adventures that you guys go on. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. I can't thank you enough. You're
1: very welcome.
0: You're very welcome. Guys, if you have any, thank- I know a lot of you commented when it comes to social media strategy, reach out to Heidi, I'll post her link below. So you can of course reach out to her. And again, we're here to help you. We are all in this together as mortgage professionals, as real estate professionals, and we want to help you do everything you can to continue to grow, continue to expand your mind and your knowledge. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Have an incredible day in the LO life. See you guys. See you, Heidi. Bye. Thanks,
1: John.